Hi, it's Paul Antonelli here. Welcome to another episode of the Ideal Business Podcast, where it's all about helping you create, transform, or build your own ideal business. Thanks for joining me today. Um, I thought I'd talk today about efficiency. It's interesting because when you, um, you know, it just sort of comes down to when people talk, I should have a really, everything, we should always aim to be or strive to be efficient, and you, particularly in business. You know, efficiency, you know, uh, is your business very efficient? Have you got lots of efficiency goes on? What does that actually mean? I thought I'd sort of bring a bit of reality to it, not a bit of a practical view on efficiency, what it means, uh, and why it's important. Actually, why is it important to uh, create an efficient business? The best place probably to start is to think of think of it as what um, one of the ways to um, create a profitable business um, is to is to have whatever flows into your business flow through it from one end to the other almost in a direct straight line as quickly as possible. So consider a business. Every business has things that flow into it. And typically what would happen is if you look at the cycle process of a client, it might be an inquiry. And when you get an inquiry initially, they might contact you by phone, by email, from a website. And then that inquiry needs to get handled. Potentially there's a proposal or a costing that gets sent to them. You know, someone might um, then uh, look at that, come back with questions, order it, pay for it. The delivery takes place. You know, is there a follow-up with the client? There's these, there's these steps that uh, all businesses have when they engage with clients. And it, it varies from business to business, whether it's a product or a service business. Uh, and, and the time that that takes, that delivery process takes, varies as well, of course, depending on the service or, or the product that's, is it being built or is it something that exists? But the thing to keep in mind is that if you and, and consider it as a particle, as a as a almost like a tennis ball is probably how I would describe it. And what you want to be able to do is there's these divisions of your business, which you know moves from that initial inquiry right through to providing a quote, to getting payment, to delivering production. So this is a sequential process. In order for a business to operate at an optimal profitability. That ball, that particle, which is the initial kickoff point for all business, should move through the business in a straight line, directly straight, and as fast as possible. So it's no different than, um, you know, you're trying to get from A to B. Uh, if there's, you know, you're on a road trip, you're trying to get from A to B. The most efficient way to get from A to B is in a direct line between A and B and as quickly as possible and as efficiently as possible. And examples of when this doesn't take place uh, drives drives us insane as consumers. Uh, so, for example, you might contact an organisation you've got an issue with and you will ring the help desk and they say, oh, I think that's an account issue. And so there's a contact and then they might... 
suggest that they'll put you through to the accounts department. You go to the accounts department, they say, oh, no, that's got nothing to do with us. That more relates to sales. And then it zigzags back down to sales. And then they might go, no, it's actually not us. You need to go back to. So this zigzagging back, forth, up and across, you know, when you look at that, is that efficient? Is it optimal? Not really, you know, and it actually detracts from uh, the client experience and also increases the cost base for the business. So an idea with efficiency and the definition of efficiency uh, is, and I'll just read, achieving maximum productivity with minimum wasted effort or expense. So it's basically, you know, efficiency is the quality of being able to do a task successfully without wasting time or energy. That's another definition. So there's no waste in it. And what a, a, a byproduct of being efficient is it just delivers exceptional customer service, keeps the expense base low, as low as possible, which of course leads to increased profitability. So it's a bit of a, you know, so you hear the term efficiency. So when you think about your own business, whether you sell a product or a service, when you're thinking, starting to think around the idea of efficiency, think, consider how easy and how fast and how quick can a client move through? Their client journey, the customer journey what engages with your business, how fast can they move through from one end to the other? Uninterrupted. You know, it can it be improved? Because if that can be improved, the speed of their engagement and the and, and removing any blocks or stops, then you'll see an increase in efficiency. So I'll give you an example uh, for with ResiCert, the inspection business, which I which I reference a lot. Um, from a client perspective, we've we've made it flow in such a way that uh, I'll give you a you Now we do a lot of inspections for properties when people buy a property. So someone could go and uh, Monday morning, here's an example. They've decided they're going to buy a house. They put an offer in on a house, write up a contract. They want to get a building and pest inspection done. So they might look online and find us. And they can go directly to our website or any of our online forms and get a quote. Uh, so they can just t- enter the details, get a quote instantly. When they get that quote, they'll be provided with a range of pricing options that apply to them. They can look at the options. They've got information. They can book one. So they can actually go right ahead and book an inspection. Uh, because payment's needed, uh, they can then, it takes them directly to a payment process. Now, as this flow is taking place, you know, when they get, when they come and request a quote, there's notifications and information that's being sent out to our franchisees, our inspectors, and to other team members. So then they can actually book the inspection, then they can pay for the inspection, and without any human involvement, then that notification will get sent out to the correct franchisee, who will have all the details they need to make contact with the person to get access to the property, uh, to book the inspection, execute the inspection, compile a report and get it out to the client. Now, if a client, and just to say you understand how fast that can actually happen, and one of the reasons it can ha- happen really fast is there's we've looked at wherever can we take out uh, involvement of people in the flow so you allow it to keep moving. You know, So if that was the Monday morning that a client went and bought a property, they could have their report in their hand that afternoon which is insane, you know. So what it means is they can actually go, order it, pay for it. The inspector happened to have a time slot available that afternoon. 
go and execute it, produce a report, and send it out to the client same day. That's the same day. And these are very detailed reports. And that's always been – so that's an example of uh, aiming to make it as efficient as possible. And so some of the key principles of that aiming to is, – is it's a straight line. You know, there's no blocks. We don't actually want to have blocks. That's actually very important when you're doing – when you're actually doing um, flows like this, you don't want to have anything that stops the flow, anything that prevents the flow from moving forward. You want to allow it to move on its own if needed. Of course, there's a number of different tools that you can use and processes, but that gives you a bit of an understanding of uh, why it's important to have efficiency. Now, if you can do things like that within your own business relating to your product or a service that you might do, what you're going to find happens is the, the client satisfaction level is going to increase, going to go, wow, this is fantastic. What a great experience. And that's why we have... Uh, like with that particular business, we have a 93% rating, satisfaction rating, because they can move really fast from it. And that happens with anyone that gets engaged in that process. As a byproduct of that being as efficient as possible, a direct line and as quickly as possible, it obviously keeps the cost base as low as possible, which increases profitability for anyone involved in that process. So you can see how and why efficiency is actually a really important thing. So how do you go about, so when you're looking at your own business, you know, what are some of the things you could consider to look at how you can make, and how do you measure it? How do you actually measure efficiency? You know, how do you go, how efficient are we? You know, obviously we know that if we wanted, if we talk about fuel efficiency, which is a really, really good example, we can't just go, oh, yeah, you know, it's car's reasonably fuel efficient. It's a fuel efficient. It uses a lot of fuel. It's not very efficient. There's got to be a number, you know, how many litres per 100 kilometres. You know, and that tells you if it's using four litres per 100 kilometres, it's really efficient. If it's using 15 litres per 100 kilometres, it's not that efficient. And so you need to have some metrics that will give you an understanding of how efficient, how efficient different aspects or processes in your business are. So that's the first thing to do. If you want to, if you want to look at how efficient any part of your business is, you need to define the KPI or the metric and you need to measure it. It's actually really important because if you don't measure it, you can't tell is it efficient and you can't actually tell, um, if you've improved it, of course, you know. Now, part of a start point when you look at, so keep in mind that engagement process and what we're always trying to do in all our businesses is solve problems for clients. And when we solve problems for clients, we want to do it in a way that leaves them uh, leaves them with the, that was just an amazing experience. You know, that's actually the most, the ideal, the optimal outcome that we can achieve. So when you're looking at efficiency in your own business, whether it relates to a product or service, think about that flow. What's the client journey like? from initially touching base to getting information from you, requesting payment process, delivery. You know, just think about what that looks like and is there things in there and and really look at what would it be if it was just ideal, like super, super fast, super quick, super efficient. People could do it at any time of the day, you know, depending on what it was. So have a, you know, and the best way to do that is to look at how your business is operating at the moment um, and look at, Typically, how long does it take for things to take place? And what, what could you replace or could you put into place in that process? The other thing that 
sort of blocks efficiency. So when we look at that process is one thing that's important is if you have a human involvement in part of that process, really simple example is someone inquires in your business for information or a price, and you could actually provide it to them if you've got certain data, but you don't have that set up. So it actually gets sent, an email gets sent to someone who then gets that email and organizes the time to bring them back. It's not very efficient. I don't consider that very efficient because that needs someone to get notified, respond, and call back. I mean, if you if it's something where you can provide the information to the inquirer without any involvement, then it's obviously better. It's more efficient. So one of the things to look at when you look at that client journey is can you is it possible to remove fully or wherever you can the need for a person to be involved in that flow? Of course, we need to be involved and our team members are involved, but can you remove, where can it be removed? So you effectively get out of the way to let the client move through. So that's one thing to consider. I have talked about the uh, the idea of when you look at an efficiency, I've talked about the DAD principle in one of the, um, which is uh, detonate, automate, delegate. Uh, it's in another podcast, which, you, which I suggest you look at, the DAD principle. Um, part of improving efficiency is to see if you can apply that at any part of your business. Can you apply that in any part of your business? So this is actually really important. If you can apply that within the business, you're going to remove or eliminate uh, things that aren't necessary. And the, the DAD is detonate, automate, delegate. So it's a really good process to consider when you're looking at improving efficiency within uh, within your business. Some other things to consider is to look at, um, and often, you know, efficiencies, if, we, if you've been in business for four, five, six, seven years or even longer, things just happen and get built up. So you can improve efficiency by getting rid of things, simplifying things, removing what, what you know, used to be very critical, but it's not that important anymore. So you can actually do that to make a really big difference to um, the flow that takes place within the business. And so that the idea of efficiency comes down to, it actually comes down to uh, reducing the cost base as much as possible, uh, improving the customer journey to the highest level possible, increasing the speed. And then you look at what you can measure. What are the things that you can measure? And here's, I'm just going to give you some, some numbers, some numbers to consider and that you can measure to see how things are efficient or not so efficient. So an example is from if you've got a product or a service, what's the time it takes on average from an inquiry to a delivery for your product or service? What's the average time? Product from an inquiry to a delivery. So if you don't know, that'd be really worthwhile looking at that. And you can, if you, if you don't have that information, it would be really useful collecting that information so you can understand that better. You know, how long, what's the actual time frame it takes and what's it broken down into. So you start measuring some of that. And what what would be, you know, if you want to really be a bit of a disruptor or an innovator in your industry, what could you do to make that super fast and super quick? And so other people go, how do they do that? It just doesn't make any sense. It's so, so fast. It's so efficient. Another thing that and when you look at efficiency, which is linked into being very productive as an organization, is... The revenue, and this is a metric that we measure, is the 
revenue per staff hours. So what we do, because in a business, you're always looking at, oh, we need to expand the team. We brought another team member on. The, the danger with that sort of just expanding without having some sort of metric to measure productivity is you actually reduce efficiency. You increase your cost. Don't actually improve the business. So an example that uh, that metric, so if you think about total revenue divided by total number of staff hours each week, we do that on a weekly basis. So it's pretty simple. If your revenue for the week was 100,000, you've got, um, let's say, just 20 staff, 50 hours a week, that's 1,000. So 100,000 by 1,000, that would mean that the revenue per staff hours per week is $100 per hour. That's just a quick example. And so we actually track that statistic in our business because we want to know how efficient and productive the team is. And we ha- we set some metrics around that. And it's pretty easy to track because within your organization, you can track the number of hours. Yep. And you can track, you can measure that metric, you know, from looking at the production side of your business or the admin support side of the business. It just depends. You can actually track that metric uh, for different parts of your business as well. And so the idea is you're able to then effectively have some measurements, you know, so that's a people efficiency measurement. And it's not that complicated to to track that. And so one of the things to consider is to look really closely at your flow, as I've mentioned before, and both from a time perspective and a cost perspective and a productivity, the productivity of your team. If you can look really closely at those metrics, you'll see opportunities for improvement. And part of that idea behind improvement and increasing the efficiencies and the flow is to not only enhance the customer experience, but also improve the profitability of the business. So that's hopefully gives you some insights into the term efficiency, what it means, how can you look at your own business and see how you can improve efficiency, and what are some of the things that you can measure to see if it's where it should be, and if you do implement improvements to know that it's making a difference. Thanks for listening today. Look forward to catching you up again in in another podcast. Uh, Ciao for now.